Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Stream of Thought. This is episode number 193, and we kick things off by talking about stuff that's a pain in the butt, such as taking down lights or bringing in groceries. We also talk about my online ordering mishap, how I am unable to return a particular item that does not fit me. And then we talk about fear, false evidence appearing real, hence the name of the episode, and just different things that Ricks and I are fearful for. So with that being said, episode number 193 of Stream of Thought. We hope you enjoy. So, what project or what was it that you were helping your parents move when you were like, oh, give me a second, I have to do manual labor? Dude, it was uh, getting rid of... So, you know the gazebo in the back of our house, right? There were lights that I had hung up during, like, pre-Christmas season... And my parents were like, oh, that's wonderful. Like, we should just keep them up there. And it turns out that now they're replacing the shingles on the roof. And so all that stuff has to come down. Where I had to, like, kind of wind it through all the different things and and take it down. So, yeah, it was, you know, it's, it's the cycle of life. You know, things come and go. You never know when that time is going to be, and when it happens, it just, it's a pain in the ass. I was going to ask you, when they asked you to do that, were you like, what the hell? Or were you, oh yeah, no problem, let me help you out with that. But I'm guessing it was the former. No, it was the latter. Oh, okay. It's like, totally, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll you know, I, I'm, I'm cool with whatever you guys, uh, you know, I put them up. It's my responsibility to take them down. It just kind of sucked that all these other things were going on in my periphery in the same time where it just, it popped up. It happens. It's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm at peace with that. That, that doesn't irritate me too much. When I was a kid, the one thing that I hated doing, I didn't mind really helping out with anything else, but the one thing that I hated doing was bringing groceries in. I still to this day despise it because I try and I try and get it all done as fast as possible, which means I do two trips when normally someone may, might do three, right, or four. So I'm like lugging these groceries in and every single time I'm doing that or, or uh, refilling my five-gallon jug of water, I'm just thinking, man, can't wait for the day when I just pay someone to do this for me. I can't stand this at all. Dude, yeah, that was that like the the thing growing up from childhood that was pr- like aside from, and I I don't know if I've talked about this before on the podcast. I know I've talked with you about it of just mowing the lawn with a manual lo- like lawnmower and like doing that every single week. And I was always thinking to myself, "There's got to be a better way. There's got to be. There's got to be a better way." And over time, now that's that's one of those things between that and like raking the leaves during fall and just trying to get them all into bags or into, you know, whatever it is that you're, you know, going to do. That is actually probably worse than groceries that raking up the leaves 
and putting them in a bag. From beginning <laughs> to end, everything about that sucks. Definitely. It's the for worst. For sure, it's worse than the groceries. So, guess what happened to me the other day? So, I'm on uh, a website. <laughs> so, I was about to say I'm on Amazon, but I wasn't on Amazon. I was buying uh, a pair of jeans. And I'm looking, and I see under the clearance section, I see some jeans that I would like to buy. And it said, and I've bought, uh, or I've bought, I've bought jeans on this website before, and it's great quality, and I love them. So I decide to buy them, and it says on there, you know, uh, no returns on. Last call items, maybe exchanges, it depends, but pretty much saying when you buy this, you can't return it because it's on clearance. Not a problem. I see my size, buy it, expect to get here in, you know, three to five days, whatever. So I get it yesterday. I open up the package. I'm very happy. The jeans are, they're super light, lightweight, which are great. And it's 55% hemp. And 45% cotton. And so it's more durable. But it's really lightweight. It's amazing. So I think to myself, okay, let me just try them on real quick. I put them on. They don't fit. And I'm like, what the fuck? Because I've bought jeans from here. I've selected the same size. And I know me. I have stayed the same size for at least the last 10 years, 15 Are years. Are you I don't fucking know. kidding me? Seriously? <laughs> Seriously. God, bro. No, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Same, like, same pant size, same, like, everything else. Like, <laughs> oh, no, not, you, you, sorry. I should have specified. You're, what, you're, 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 like you're, the same you're 20, pant size. 29-inch no. waist? No. Okay. The same. Dude. Okay, uh, I don't know about, but yeah, like, I don't know, same yeah, for the most part, I can't remember, Dude. but definitely same pant <laughs> okay. size, shoe size, shirt is a little bit, bit, anyway, whatever, I get the jeans, they don't fit, they're too small, right, and I'm like, what the hell, because the last two times I've ordered from here, I ordered the same size, and like I said, I know I... You know, I'm not I, – I know my waist isn't any bigger than it was the last time – last couple times I got these. Anyway, I go online and it says, you know, you can't return these at all. And I'm – at this point, I was like, I'll even exchange them if I can give them back and I'll even still buy something else. Anyway, I'm stuck with the jeans. Are you going to wear them? I can't wear them. They don't fit me. You yeah, – okay. All right. I know there I are certain them, times where it's no, kind of close. No, 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 no. This is definitely not one of those times. <laughs> and I don't know why. And here's the thing, too. I never understand. I mean, I can probably understand why. But the person who referred me to this website, the Taylor, Taylor Stitch for the denim jeans, they're like, oh, you need to size down when you buy them. And so one time I bought... So I bought size 30, and they fit. 
they fit. I bought yeah. size 30 and yeah. they fit. And then another time I couldn't remember if I got 30 or 31. And so I ordered like 31 and those fit just as well. And I put them on again to make sure. And I know it's like denim, so it might stretch out a little bit. But I was able to wear those right away when they were brand new. So I select 30 again. And and I try right away. I know they're not going to fit, but I see where the button is trying to go through. I'm like, this is at least give me the same pants that these are. This is at least a 32. That is my normal size. And these don't don't fit. So then I'm like, shit, now if I get jeans again, if I get this, try and get this style, do I still get 32 or is there a mishap? Or if I try and get the other jeans that I got, do I stick with 30 or I don't know what's going on anymore. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you're just getting fatter. Nope. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, no. I know. <laughs> I know I am not. I know because I have a healthy lifestyle. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I feel I feel like I'm kind of not capable of like having a conversation like that as I have seen my waistline kind of grow over this pandemic. This was kind of the most upsetting thing that I realized over the pandemic is that I gained like 15 pounds over the pandemic. It was horrible. It was like I I tried to kind kind of be healthy and do all these things necessary and. Now, now my pants kind of bursting but at the why? seams. I don't know, man. Like, dude, when it comes down to it, like, I'm, I used to It's not to like you so, go out to the club so... anyway. You know what I'm saying? It's not like you're going out to restaurants, going to the club, go, like, before the pandemic, you will always just do what you do right now, which is, you know, keep to yourself, do your own thing, chill at home. How is it any different? I don't know. I I think I think for me I decreased the the ability that I had to like go out and actually engage in physical activity and that I didn't realize it at the time because it's kind of like subconscious, right? It's like, "Oh, you you have all these Zoom meetings and all these other things that are going on." Like Life is now in front of a computer as opposed to before where I was I was up and uh, around moving like place to place. I'd be walking from one place to another. I'd be doing all these things that I wasn't doing, before, you know, right during the pandemic. And now I come to this place. It's like, shit. OK, well, kind of that has caught up to me. So, yeah, that it is interesting. Well, the good news is it's warmer now where you are, so you can start running without it saying it's too cold. Bro, so there's only a couple of weeks left with my mom's um, business. We have no air conditioning, so it's it becomes like this hot box, and uh, yeah, there there's a whole other story that kind of goes along with that, where my mom's internet shut out and dang. So how many times now, because it's finally happening, it's happening right now, but I remember when you said this to me, I thought the same old song is being sung, because it's, you know, from my perspective, I've heard this now three or four times, where yeah, my mom is packing up the office, the first time of which was when I, right before I moved to California, and then you guys held on to it, and then held on to it again, and then finally now. By now, I was like, "All oh, right, I'll believe it when I see it." You know, when he takes some pictures of the empty rooms, I'll believe it then. 
but it was a fun space. So when you said, I honestly thought I'd never walk in that room again. So it was kind of fun to come back when I came back a couple months later um, and saw it. It is kind of weird, too, because, I mean, like the space that we had, there there were, what, there were four different rooms in that office. And so, you know, we, we had our setup for VNR Media and all that stuff that was going on. And now, literally all that's left is that, like, little wooden table and all my, like, digital technology. But everything else, like, the the tables in the other rooms, all that stuff, day by day, we're moving stuff out. It's, like, all, all, the, all the fake plants and stuff like that, it's all, it's all gone. I mean... It's it's kind Did of. Did your mom weird. just give them to Goodwill, or was some of that stuff there when she moved in? Yeah, a lot of a so lot what happened to it or who of took that it? stuff. It's going to Goodwill, man. Um, and the fact we have so many like you know office supplies and like the whole various cabinets and and stuff like that. It's weird to see stuff kind of disappear piece by piece by piece by piece. Um, we're trying to get a metal cabinet, or, like, metal, uh, I don't know, uh, people to, like, come and take some of the cabinets away, because they would probably have better use than us for... Oh, like the people who are, like, call us for anything metal, because we'll pick it up and recycle it. Yes, totally. Yeah, yeah. So, so we're, we're trying to drag all of this stuff out, or at least get people to come in and take some of the stuff out. It's, it's wild, dude. It's it's kind of surreal. It really is. So, it all has to be finished by the end of this month? Yeah, Two dude. more weeks, you said? About two more weeks, and then you're pretty much it'll all be done? Two, two weeks, two and a half weeks, yeah. So, mom's business is totally done, not like doing anything from the computer at home, just... Oh no, she's finished. Well, I was telling you about this last week where we were we had the um office that's getting set up in my parents' basement and now that's going to be her workspace and aside from that, you know, here we are. The end Okay, yeah, that's what I was, yeah, that's what I was thinking of. End of the road. I didn't know if it, if it was I didn't I didn't know if it was going to be a hard that's it. She's done, and what's she gonna do? Hang out and do nothing, or if there's still some things to be done that could be done just in the comfort of her own home. Oh yeah, no, totally. And you can tell the anxiety by <laughs> how often she talks to me about that stuff. Yeah. What are your predictions for family dynamics? For example, I remember. So my my. Both my parents eventually, as you know, uh, had changed careers and gone into teaching. My mom, several years before my father, but mo- both at, around or slightly above, actually at middle age about that time. And so sometimes my mom would take a personal day, uh, you know, just to stay at home. And maybe she planned on still doing a little bit of work, but she wouldn't be at school or just take a day to just unwind, you know, a mental health day. And every so often, my, she'd be like, wait, what are you doing here? And my dad would say, oh, I decided to stay home. And so that ruined her time staying at home because she couldn't, she couldn't ebb and flow with the way that her rhythm needed to ebb and flow. And there was always the, 
you know, obtrusion of another person being around. And so I'm just curious, you know, dad's been home for a while since for a year now, since the pandemic started, started loving it. And now mom is going to be home. Rick's, you're not going to be at the office. You're going to be home. I don't know what Robert is off to. He's always in and out, in and out, in and out. All I know is I need to get the fuck out of here. Like, as <laughs> soon as possible. <laughs> like, that's that's my number one priority. Allow them to enjoy uh... their retirement because literally they're both getting ready to retire. And I, like, I, I feel so uncomfortable in these... Like, dude, I've been having trouble sleeping and just trying to... Really? Yeah, dude. I mean, in 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 feeling comfortable with the future, the uncertainty of the future, all that stuff. I mean, it's... I, I don't know what to do with it. It's... it's it, feel, it feels like true chaos and anarchy right now because I know what's going to happen in a month from now. And I don't want to be around here in a month from now. Everything that you've been thinking of, this moment that's among us, has been the future for a very long time. And now, due to the, you know, relentless nature in the marching of time, that future has now been brought forth into a very, very near present. And time is of the essence. Tick tock. And here, here's the weird thing that I think about, is that there's this, like, anticipation of the future. You expect something to, like, be on the horizon, whether it's, like, a deadline or stuff like that. But then when it actually happens, I mean, like... You know, you got two months, one month, three weeks, two weeks, one weeks, and it just, it keeps building and building and building, and you don't think about it in the moment, because you're so used to just continuing the process of whatever it is that you are doing your in routine. your own personal life. Yeah, totally, your routine. And and then, now you're kind of faced with the impending doom of a total reorientation of the way that your world works. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, I feel like I'm still, I'm still, I still have one foot in denial and the other foot in the acceptance of the fact that the reality of one month from now is going to be very different than the world that I live in, in this current moment. Uh, I can't remember which episode, maybe it was last one or the one before it, but you need to take advantage of that gazebo and sit inside and continue to ask yourself why 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 am i so fearful of the unknown and then you'll answer the question and then you need to ask yourself again why so i'm i'm kind of curious because i i don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast before change right are you like pro change or like do you do you get excited about change or do you I have love this... change. You do. I love change. That's why I can never really stay at a job for more than two years because I get bored. Of... <laughs> I mean, other than the other things, the way, like it just sucks working for someone. I get bored and I get tired and I need change. Just the other day, I was thinking, 
I was cleaning my carpet and the room across the hall from me is vacant. And so it was unlocked. And so I moved my things into that room while I carpet cleaned. And I was just thinking, I was like, oh man, this room is vacant. It's right across the hall. I have a view of the courtyard, huge windows. There's a couple of things that my room is a little bit different, but it's like, oh, maybe the whole time while I'm moving things back and forth and while I'm cleaning the carpet for a couple hours, I just kept thinking, what if I move across the hall? Maybe I'll move. And then I decided not to. I was like, no, I'll just stick it around here. But yes, I like change. Dude. And I feel like this is like the difference between you and myself is that I find, I find comfort in complacency. I find comfort in this, the status quo. Like you, you got a good thing. Just keep going on that path. And if it's interrupted, it just totally, it totally fucks with my psyche. I mean, I, like, I have trouble reorienting myself to new places because, you know, with BSF and even doing drywall and stuff like that, I had a specific path to go to and it was interrupted and it just, like, it totally kind of fucked with my internal compass, if that makes sense. I understand. Uh... Yeah, it's it's like uh, Groundhog Day, you know. You're you're living a life that is just you've experienced a cycle one too many times, and you're just ready for it to be over, so that you can just get on with your life. <laughs> yeah. Well, here, let me. I'll uh, let me. Let me share with you some other information I read in a book talking about the uh, the stock market. For a little bit, I was so fearful because I didn't want to experience loss, right? And it's one of those things where you experience the very thing you're trying to avoid as a result of trying to avoid it. And it prevents you from going to the next level, all, you know, always being fearful, asking yourself what if and not acting on intuition or you know you're about to and then you stop and you pause um anyway the books that i was reading pretty much say like yeah this is very natural but understand that every single moment in the market is completely unique and even though there are patterns that can tell you you know as a result of this pattern it is probable this will be the next pattern, but that doesn't mean that it's a guarantee. So even though you have, you have experienced a couple cycles, just because things look the same or feel the same doesn't necessarily mean the result will be the same as the previous experience. So kind of, I, I'm, I'm just wondering, like, the element of fear in that dynamic because dude i mean you moving out to california obviously there's there's there had to be some fear in there right there was a zero fear i was just about to add right now because i knew where you were going with this i like i said before it's just different strokes for different folks when it comes to moving you know, you and I are complete opposites. When it comes to something else, I have no idea, then I'm sure I would be a little more reserved or hesitant, and you would be, you know, 
jumping out the window for that opportunity or whatever. So for me, yeah, I was not afraid at all. I was begging for it. I was really looking forward to it. I straight, I was like Leo at the end, at the, in Titanic, you know, I'm the king of the world. That's literally what I felt like when I got in my car and started driving out west. <laughs> so when when you got to L.A., though, there was no fear or anxiety, like anxiety as to what what was going to be the immediate future. It was just, it was, none of that existed. Nothing that kept me from sleeping. No shit. Really? I mean, after, I mean, I got there... I got here, and so I had to find a place to sleep that night. So, I, And so I got here, and I found a place for one night. And I was trying to find, because Airbnb is expensive, so I was trying to find a place that I could stay at the lo- you know, for at least two weeks. But because of the way the rentals work, I couldn't find anything that was more that for that night, one day. For another night, because I was looking at different criteria like parking space, you know, other things. Anyway, I... That's the only time where I was like, oh, crap, I need, to, I need to figure this out. But I was never, you know, scared. And the same thing with the apartment. I was like, oh, but got to get an apartment pretty quick because uh, this money is is being used up pretty quickly doing Airbnb. And so I was kind of like, uh-oh, got to, all right. And everything just fell into place, and it was cool. Dude, I, I have to give you, like, massive props when it comes to that because, I mean, just the, the uncertainty – of like you were you were going to LA without anything kind of established to not have fear in those moments um i don't know like is there is there anything that scared you like as you were making this new life because i don't know it i'm i'm thinking to myself there's so many things that have scared me about these different journeys i just i don't know like i i don't know what other people experience and if it's similar in any way also keep in mind though i already had a job i was just transferring right so money wasn't an issue right but i mean you you knew though that you were going to be staying at that job like you you knew that there was going to be a transition and as soon as i came as soon as i came here my mission was all right you know how do i not work there anymore how do i get a different job but it was just uh, a stepping stone. Just the the uncertainty of the future, though. I mean, like, because I welcomed it, dude. Just like Bane welcomes the darkness. <laughs> I was born in it. <laughs> wow, doing a Dark Knight reference. Props to that, but yeah, man, yeah, it it that that's something too. Right now, that everything is kind of heightened in my own like personal decisions. And in where I go from here, I think, you know, I've had a lot of opportunities in the past. And at this point, everything is in flux. Everything is kind of out there in the exosphere. And I don't know what's going to come down via gravity and what path is going to be provided to me. But, dude, I am I personally am am scared. I'm I'm terrified of the future and the more the more and more that i have these conversations with these wedding couples uh out east like right now it's temporary going out there for a couple of months 
doing the weddings, coming back to Chicago. I I I don't know. I just don't know what the future's gonna hang on to uh you know. Just one step at a time. But why is it that it's I mean I don't know. I always think it's cool when you don't know things are for certain. Do you know this is this is an opportunity. This is the universe forcing you to just go with the flow. Relax. You're not in control. Just chill out. Just focus on the wedding. Uh, on the wedding couples. Everything's going to be fine. <laughs> Dude, this is why I like talking to you. I mean, like, because... Well, I was just going to say, I went, today was like the first day that I did uh, Postmates again in like, for like two weeks. And sometimes when I do Postmates, I'm just like, oh, I know I haven't done as many deliveries as I want to, but I'm just going to stop because I'm sick of it right now. And then later, I, I look at my phone, I'm like, what the hell? And I realize I have more money than I think because I will have hit like a bonus that I didn't know about or something. And so it just reiterates, like that's been my experience sometimes when deliveries don't go as well as I think or whatever. And I'm just like, whatever. And I just, I I stop anytime I start getting pissed off and sure enough, still able to pay rent and everything. So it all works out. And you love what you do too. Delivering shit. Well, no, 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 no. no.